Mike, how's it going, man? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm all right. How you doing? Dude, I got to tell you, I, 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 I don't mean to just jump into my stories here, but... Uh, jump away, my friend. It's kind of how this podcast goes. That's, so. all. <laughs> That's why I do it. Dude, I had my first day of class today. Oh, schoolboy. All right, dude. man. I, I felt like I jumped in a time machine 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I literally got yelled at by an old man about, you got to quit screwing around. <laughs> no, it wasn't me screwing around. <laughs> I, I was not partaking in the screwing around. Right. <laughs> I was just part of the class who couldn't stop screwing around. Oh, yeah. It was the clown of cl- the class of clowns, not the... Uh, Class clown, right? It was like, so those that don't know, I got put into like the apprenticeship program, but like they're making me start it. They're making me go through the whole thing, even though I should like, I should be halfway through at least, right? You're a knowledgeable fella. And one of the worst parts is they put me into this class. And like, one of the things I really wasn't looking forward to the most wasn't necessarily like, like, dude, they taught us today how to turn on and off an acetylene torch. All right. I, I mean, I, I really, I really wanted to be like, I own my own. It's in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know how to turn it on. All right. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, we spent four hours on it today. Okay. A little too in depth for something you already know about, but yeah. <laughs> something you already own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like one of the reasons I really wasn't looking forward to it was. Not only are you starting over with, like, the basics, dude. Like, you're learning the difference between a step ladder and an extension ladder. No joke. Oh, yeah. I had to pay, f- like, $80 for a book that taught me that. And uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm so pissed about that. Anyways. Uh, the worst part is you're getting the kids that are literally 18. I'm sure. in class with kids who literally graduated in the spring from high school and started this in the fall. Wow. So, like, half the class, like, this is their kind of college. This is know? about as uh, spring chicken as you get when it comes to the college uh, dude, education. They're getting yelled at for screwing around. <laughs> yeah. You're screwing around too much. He kept, I was, dude, I, it took everything I had to keep from laughing. Because I'm like, this kid, he's like, you're screwing around. Why are you guys screwing around so much? I mean, all this screwing around, those <laughs> things can explode. It was like, dude, it was literally out of South Park. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. I was like dying laughing, man. It was so fucking funny. But uh, it, just, it just gave me real, uh, gave me a lot of sympathy for the teachers, what they got to go through. Funny, you now see it from the lens, uh, you know, on the other side of the classroom. Whereas you you used to be the goofball with the other goofballs, right? I love where I am because it's so funny to be me because I look at the teacher, right? And he's looking at the two two dumbasses that decided to just pull this piece of copper out of this pile of copper and make it fall, right? Right, yeah. And he has no idea why would you even decide to do that, right? (laughs) For me, I know exactly why you did it. I, I would have had the, I had the same thought, but I'm old enough to just be like, yeah, that's fun. That would be funny, but I'm not going to do it. You know? I got you. So it's funny enough to be like, you could see both sides of the fence. Sure. My head immediately went to like the teacher drops the magic marker or whatever they use instead of chalk now, and he goes to pick it up, and someone uh, rips a fart with their armpit <laughs> when he bends over, right? Everybody laughs. that's what you gotta do kids come on keep it simple yeah simple but yeah it was funny i thought you would love that dude the quit screwing around it reminded me of shop class dude. it was literally shop class (laughs) prospect high school 20 years ago dude yeah and when uh, i when i was in shop class it was the guy retiring and so the game was how many uh goggles can you uh throw or kick on the ground (laughs) towards the vent you know the vent on the ground would suck everything up the problem is, your kids think it's fun in games. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days, man. The education yeah. system's so messed up, though. You should really be able to test out of any kind of remedial education or something that you've already advanced beyond. Here's the problem. Yes, yes. Every year, you should have to take a test to advance to the next grade, and teachers need to be allowed to slap the kids. 
That's the only way you'll ever fix the school system. Also, you'd just... get um, advanced kids to advance quicker, right? Maybe some kids are just, yes. you know, decaying in sixth grade when they could be learning at an eighth grade level. Absolutely, dude. And there's kids at the eighth grade who should just be in the sixth grade getting beaten every day. <laughs> Send them back to sixth, loser. <laughs> Send them back to sixth and fucking slap him every wrong answer and fucking learn your goddamn times table, stupid. <laughs> That's how you got characters like Nelson from The Simpsons, you know, like the gigantic bully who's way older than everybody. <laughs> Do you think that's why they got rid of the holding kids back? Yeah, there is no way there that any positive outcome, you know, comes out of holding a kid the, back. Dude. We all had the big kid in our class that was held back, and you were like, damn. Yeah, we grew up in the era of holding back. I feel like they... They put the kibosh on the holding back. I was almost held back. Which, which is hilarious because you were probably a little smarter than most of the kids, mathematically speaking. No, people don't realize. Like, dude, the funniest part, I'll tell you why this, I know the school system's failed. Because I spent like two, th- I spent three years of my life, all of middle school, where I went from literally a special ed class who, like, there was literally kids in there with like helpers, you know? Like, sure. Kids yeah. Who, very special, like mentally challenged. Oh, yeah. And then after that, I had to go to the special part of the school where it was like <clears throat> one classroom. It was like me and eight other kids that were taking high school math. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> me and like four Asians. You know? Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to say it out loud. I had a good idea of what you were talking you about. You knew the four of us. No, it's just all kind of screwy. You know, about four or five years ago, I dipped back into the community college scene. I was doing some data analytics and coding and what have you. You know, everyone in society was getting everybody to go that route. And I was trying to get out of the burger flipping world, man. So I went back to school and to my surprise, I had to take English. (laughs) In order yeah. to get to the coding class, and uh, I was in an English class with majority second language Mexicans. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were nobody in there. Like they, they were the most advanced English speaking people in their families, but like they were taking English at, at community college to like learn English. And so, and not to toot my own horn, but I did pretty well in the English and writing classes when I did go to school 10 years ago. It was a bit of a, you know, step back for me to <laughs> to have to go through this. And I have to say this. Anytime I got anything short of like an A plus from this t- teacher, I would look at her and be like, really? Like, oh, are yeah, you comparatively? serious? Because I'm peer reviewing these other papers. <laughs> I know what I'm up against here, man. This is fucking Shakespeare compared to everything else you're reading. I know it is. You know, hold on, man. I gotta say something though about the Latino, the Latinos in American, in America. Yeah. Oh yeah, the American Latinos. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is going? You people are like digressing. Oh no! I literally, I oh, literally no. talked to like four guys the other day. They were like, oh, yeah, where are you from, Holmes? Where are you, yeah, hey, oh, hey, bro, hey, no, bro. And I'm like, and I was like, yeah, where are you guys from? What, what are you talking about? I was born in Cicero. <laughs> Cicero in Illinois? <laughs> then why the fuck are you talking? You were born 30 minutes from me. Why are you talking like that? You're not speaking English. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I, I this is like across the board. Yo, she don't look good. Dude, you grew up right next to me, bro. What do you mean? She doesn't look good? Come on. What are you guys talking about here? You guys are not speaking English. But I understand your dad who immigrated here, but you were born here. You went to school here. I don't know. I was very impressed with the people learning the second language. I was just a little shocked that, you know, there was no way for me to test out of this situation. Oh, you should have been able to write one essay. This, it could be like, okay. Hey, man, did you say essay or essay, right? Come on, man. Come on. Are we in, are we in the school or what, man? Come on. You got me on that one. Essay. 
<laughs> oh, yo, why he touched out? I got an essay. <laughs> I don't understand. I got an, I got many essays. I joke. I love the Latin community here in Colorado. Uh, huge part of the economy, <laughs> and oh. uh, they're um very necessito, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, <laughs> I just had a. It, it just, interesting experience going through that portion of school and then of course the rest of it uh was nonsense mumbo jumbo and i ended up uh not really doing anything with it so i wasted a lot of time and money and luckily the uh we have an incredible well, that's kind of school you just defined school yeah that's right also i got the state to pay for most of it because we just piss away free money here for no good reason and i took uh, advantage no doubt that's great it was great, dude. I'll tell you what, I knew when I knew I was in school when I, they like told me to show up three times, and two of the times there was nothing but for me to just give them money. I was like, oh, yeah, this is school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. it is. <laughs> but you mostly are just here to give me money. Buy these books you're never going to look at. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's such a waste. Um, especially now with the, you know, what do they do? The uh, Zoom? Do they still do the Zoom stuff or part-time Zoom teaching? So ridiculous. No, that's totally over. It's over. Okay, good. I don't know what the colleges. Colleges are weird. I know the the elementary and high school is back in action. I feel like this was a great opportunity for colleges and college students and the professors to get more lazy. Oh, absolutely, dude. What do you mean? Instead of going to school in my pajamas, I could just stay at my dorm in my pajamas yeah that sounds way better I'm not gonna Dude, go back uh, speaking of uh zoom calls dude no joke the news I-, I was watching the news the other day with nona oh yeah they were talking about covid coming back and mask mandates possibly coming back right and then they followed that up with a story of harvey weinstein <laughs> right man who looks his rough tr- by his the way. trial yeah and then that was followed up by a story on the January 6th committee. And I literally looked around and I was like, we're about to go into 2023. What fucking year are you people talking about? <laughs> I like how they sneak in the mask there between rape guy and, uh, you know, probably World War Three insurrection. Yeah, Civil War. It's all in there. And throw on the mask. Save grandma. So, I don't know, man. The mask mandates might come back. I do not see that coming. I just not feeling it. Most people aren't feeling it. And you don't really need the mask, Mike, because now, with all these great new inventions and uh, the support of our government, you just stay at home and test yourself for everything. I have another really important story to tell you about. This is our GMA Health Alert. This new tool in the battle against what some are calling the season's triple-demic of RSV, the flu, and COVID. As the CDC is now estimating, there have been at least 15 really million reported that, huh? flu-like illnesses already this season. They really like the phrase, triple-demic. They really think, like, it hasn't, it hasn't worked yet. You guys really think that's going to be the one? It's almost uh-huh. going the way of mpox. Not totally, <laughs> but... Almost Mpox territory. And listen to this. A 15% increase in total illnesses and people in the hospital since just last week. So our GMA medical contributor, Dr. Darren Sutton, is here with more on this. So good to have you. So many families have so many questions, especially since we're all about to get ready for the holidays. Mm -hmm. So there's this new test out there. It can test for all three viruses in one. What do you know? What can you tell us? The FDA is trying to improve access to PCR testing, bringing that ability of test to home. And so they've authorized a new test. That's a three-in-one test. It tests for COVID, RSV, and the flu with one swab. Uh, For patients who are trying to get this test, the cost is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Test for all three. Well, which one? Yeah, yeah, it's all three. Well, uh, Very positive. do I put one in my anus and one in my ear? And the, No, 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 just stick it wherever you want, and uh, you got all three. It's fucking ridiculous. It can be free uh, with coverage, and if you have symptoms, but if you don't have health, uh, health insurance or health coverage, it could cost as much. Who is believing this shit? Uh, who, I'm, do, I'm just saying, <laughs> who is listening to this? Who is getting this test? <laughs> They're practically throwing them in your bag when you're not looking at Walgreens. <laughs> 
That's how bad they're trying to get rid of the COVID-19 test. <laughs> this is incredible, but what I love is how long these fucking new triple tests take. $169, which can be incredibly expensive. They're 170 bucks, by the way. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, you just lost all of America. <laughs> who can afford what? this shit, dude? $170? That's a tank of gas in Biden's America, bro. Come on. Oh, man, I drive a van. That's only three quarters. <laughs> I want to get a big gob with it, dude. Forget about it. Like, Where do you think this is? MAGA country? Come on, man. This Come is uh, <laughs> dealing with some serious inflation you think this is the good old days of 2020 when America was great? <laughs> For anyone. Um, except if someone's trying to increase convenience and avoid the doctor's office, it might be helpful. And as far as um, uh, trying to get the result, unfortunately, you have to wait one to two days after it's received. And with postage, that can take up to three to five days. Five days? <laughs> You guys can't even I just gave you $170. You can't cover the fucking 40 cent stamp. <laughs> yeah, boss. Uh, I got a call out for the next five days. Oh, what do you got? What's going on? Well, I don't know, actually. I tested for all three. And uh, <laughs> we'll know, even worse than that. We'll know in five days. We'll know in five days. <laughs> and then I'll have to call out for five more days in quarantine. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. Well, in those 10 days. Uh, enjoy looking for a new job. Thank you. We enjoyed your employment. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Boss, I need to call out. Why? Would, why? I'll let you know in three days. <laughs> three to five days. I don't know if I caught the mail guy in time. <laughs> he was like, dude, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, are you dying or something? No, I feel fine. But I tested positive. <laughs> Roommate had the sniffles, so I, you know, I didn't want to. <laughs> so I took a test. Didn't want to risk grandma. Spent $170, which I'm hoping you'll reimburse. And uh, <laughs> now I'm going to need five days paid off. <laughs> Let's see why you're getting angry. Everybody stopped doing the paid days off, I think, for COVID, right? Is that Oh, yeah, absolutely. So probably dude, why a yeah. lot less COVID. Do you know when that stopped? Once the federal funding for it stopped. That's right. Oh, man, so you're going to take this test, the all-in-one, test for th all three, and then uh, you know what you got in about five days, and then I don't remember, what's the protocol now for COVID once you have it? You just um, hang out? I think you just walk to the ballot box and vote for a Democrat. I don't <laughs> That's know, right. Who else is testing themselves for COVID? <laughs> Like, no Republican you know or I know is getting COVID right now. It's not just that, man. I could probably list about four people I know that are have actually tested for COVID in the last eight months. And you see they finally admitted long COVID's bullshit? It's in yes. your head, pussies. Yeah, I'd like to hear what Dr. Drew has to say about that. I was that. thinking the same thing. He won't bring it up. He hasn't brought it up since that article came out. He was big time, Mr. He was long saying COVID. he had it. Yeah. He had long COVID. Remember? Oh, I still got the brain fog from the long COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, doctor. Oh, this plumber says you're full of shit. Right? <laughs> I don't know anything about your medical books or anything, but I know a pussy when I smell a pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the excuse I use when I hit the wrong jar and it's the indica and I go into work. I'm like, oh. Oh, sorry, boss. I got that long COVID, if you know what I'm saying. Long vid, so sleepy today, man. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> that brain fog. Woof. Yeah, I have long COVID every Monday morning. Trust me. Just ask my boss. <laughs> Goes away around noon, you know? <laughs> right around lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I get that greasy burger in me, and then suddenly it went away. I don't know. Well, maybe de Blasio had it right all along. That's the cure. <laughs> That's the cure for COVID, dude. Eat that cheeseburger, baby. Stuff your fat face. Come on, man. It was right all Don't forget along. the fries. You know you want them, fatty. You know you want them. You're in New York. You miserable fatty. I know you want these fries. Yeah, but uh, Mr. Bill, uh, if I don't eat the cheeseburgers, then I don't need the vaccine because I'll be healthy enough. Yeah, but stuff your face and get the vaccine. It'll be great life.
Well, here we are. We got the triple demic. We got the triple test, and the triple test costs one hundred and seventy bucks and change. Plus, you got to mail it out. Wow, it like got more difficult. Here we are, three years later, and the whole COVID scenario just got way more expensive and way more difficult for anybody who gets it than it was, you know, <laughs> when we were locked down. And they're still saying it does. It's not a money making scheme. Just- <laughs> right. Give me that $170 to test yourself for this virus that's not going to affect you. Yeah, the guy goes on and he explains how there's all these remedies you could take, like Paxlovid, and he lists a couple other Pfizer things and what have you. It's such, it's so weird that people are in this kind of uh, cycle, man. You get the boost, and then you get sick, and then you go get the Paxlovid, and then you get sick again, you get your then boost. Then you get the diaper mouth. Like, <laughs> ugh. Yeah, they just stopped writing about the diaper mouth. What happened? They didn't want. I think to... people stopped taking Paxlovid, or never took it. I don't know a single person who's ever taken it. Maybe one. Maybe one guy. I think it was like that uh, NZT shit that they gave the AIDS patients. What was that? It was a uh, AZT. AZT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just gave it to the people that were dying, anyways. Oh, the Paxlovid. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, it doesn't really matter. You're dying. Who cares if all you taste are burning diapers? Doesn't matter. Oh, no, you're dying. It doesn't matter. We're going to pump you with every, everything we can and charge it to the insurance company before you die. <laughs> so after you die, we got to charge it to the estate. <laughs> so did you pick up your... I don't know if that's really how it works. <laughs> did you pick up your triple test? Uh, you know any grannies out there that are grabbing the triple test? Oh, yeah, I got my triple test, my triple vax. I'm ready to go. Right. No, dude, the huge word in the na- word on the granny street is uh, no. The old ladies are not into the double. They're like they don't even really want the flu shot now because they don't like how they're trying to do the flu shot and the COVID shot. Whoa, so they're um, anti-vaxxers at this point? Would you say? So I think they look at it as like you sold us on this vaccine for COVID, and it turns out that it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. And wait a minute. I was getting your flu shot for 20 years, and I kept getting the flu. Like, are you guys just selling me bullshit? <laughs> you're selling me sickness in a jar. Yeah, you're the, Frank, you said it before COVID. I think you might be right. They've been making people sick. Forever. It's a business. Yeah. And you have to. It's a nice cycle. They have us on shitty diets, drinking shitty water breathing shitty air, and then we're working shitty jobs, so we're too lazy to work out. Okay, you feel sick? Let's pump you with some of this uh, medicine, right? Yeah. Oh, you're constantly sick. Well, let's pump you you with some more of this medicine. The whole medical thing, it's such a freaking scam. The whole industry. Such a scam. And I, I just kind of, I think I picked up on it just as a younger guy where, where I noticed a lot of people around me in my life who, you know, injured and then they take this pill. Oh, all of a sudden I got this, you know, organ issue because of the pill. So I'm going to take this other pill to fight the other pill. And, you know, our, one of our grandfathers, uh, Taking heart medication, all of a sudden his hands blow up like balloons. Oh, now you got to pump you up with all this other medication for your hands. Oh, now your joints are stiffening. Well, we're going to pump you up with this other stuff to counteract the other stuff that's counteracting the first stuff. All of a sudden, you have this regimen of fucking drugs, and you're paying thousands of dollars a year before you know it. You have that little plastic thing with, like, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes. You know, uh, That's what yeah, started freaking me out, man. When I started seeing those on everybody's counter and when I had friends with those. That's we, what freaks me out. Yeah. We grew up when in the generation like in their that, 20s, man. people were getting it. 20s? Bro, I was going to my friend's house in high school, and, oh, hold on. Mom comes over with the little pill jar, and you're taking some combination of shit. Ritalin and all this other stuff to make you a zombie and yeah. depression. Oh, yeah, we were the Ritalin generation, man. 100%. The guy who created Ritalin admitted it was a farce. Yeah. Just some scheme. It's all schemes. If there's money to be made, you're getting schemed. <laughs> that should be it. 
Yeah, it's so true because remember everybody was on it and it was like there were kids that really needed something and that wasn't working you know <laughs> you know what happened so, <clears throat> there's like two kids that really needed something and like nothing really helped them you know sure and look we kind of grew up uh as the first youth generation with full-on complete exposure uh to video games and television and movies you know we were just this you know, we total... were actually the first. We were probably the first pharmaceutical generation, man. Absolutely, like, we were probably the first generation that was given antidepressants in middle school, which paved a beautiful road for the miraculous era of opioids in the two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we, yeah. Because in the nineties, you just set up these youngsters to be total addicts and freaks who need your drugs. Yeah, they fucked us. Oh yeah. They fucked us good. Fucked us real good. And my my biggest push over the years, I 100% believe this. You know, you can't avoid sickness or illness. There's, you know, there's no avoiding it. We live in a toxic world. We're surrounded by toxins. It's just the way it is. But if you really want to avoid, I think, the major illnesses that are totally rocking people... The, the extreme, you know, uh, cancers and the diabetes. Avoid the shot first, right? Don't get that booster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's, no. that's a joke. But I think the fast food, <laughs> the sodas, and the just lethargic lifestyles that we became accustomed to, that combination, and then we tossed in some pharmaceuticals. See, I really believe, like, say what you want about fast food, man, but I mean... Weren't, they were around in the 70s. The thing with fast food, here's my one thing about it, that like a, something that kind of tickles my brain all the time when I do rag on it, because I'm not saying I don't eat fast food. I get down on a quarter pounder. Don't worry, guys. And hey, I love my cheesy gordita crunch, all right? Huge fan. Yeah. But somewhere in our culture became kind of like uh, not a treat to go to Burger King or McDonald's. It, it no, became see, like uh, standard meal, you know, standard part of your meal routine. And it's not that bad. I'm telling you, that's not the problem. Because no, nobody ate more processed food or will ever eat more processed food than the Americans of the 70s. Wow, they, like, lived call, off dude. of the TV dinner. Might have right? been a little less, you know, synthetic processed, right? No, dude. There was, it was all TV dinners. That was like every, it was like you were a good housewife if you microwaved the dinner for your family. <laughs> I do want to say, though, the one element in this world that kind of keeps me double-guessing my stance with fast food is Donald Trump. The guy literally only eats fast food. He's a fucking tank, man. He's like 80-something years old running for president again. Like, that's it's, takes a it's lot. All about, I really think it's just all about the lifestyle. The problem is the lethargic lifestyle. When you're moving, when you're keeping going... Dude, look, these plumbers you you see like the old guys, you know, you guys are in their sixties and they're you know they're, they're you can't believe how strong and fit they are, right? <laughs> right. And they go home every night and drink beer. They're fucking eating McDonald's all you know every morning. Dunkin' Donuts. Every lunch is McDonald's or Wendy's. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but you're fucking hauling pipe up and down ladders and tools and shit all day, and you know it's. No, pro, think, pro athletes I, I can think, eat that shit and then be, not be phased, for sure. It definitely. Pro athletes are the best places. example because then the minute they stop being a pro athlete, they blow up and become ridiculously unhealthy. The best example is Charles Barkley, who famously, I believe, pulled over and ate an entire wedding cake uh, before a game <laughs> one time. <laughs> Pretty sure about that. Or he brought it to practice and ate in front of his uh, teammates, I believe, while he was on a treadmill. <laughs> takes a lot of calories to be great frank when it comes to being a fat athlete i believe charles barkley is a top three top three gotta be right (laughs) right behind bartolio cologne (laughs) they are the mount rushmore if you will (laughs) yeah we gotta bring it back definitely on the mount where's jalen rose get jalen rose over here we're talking mount rushmore baby who's never been on a mount rushmore of anything call back (laughs) 
Mount, uh, no, Jalen Rose was on our Mount Rushmore's of hacks, I believe. If I recall correctly. Woke. <laughs> Woke. <Mount> Woke hacks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. With AOC. <laughs> Which I argued she's already got a monument. She's the horse of Crazy Horse. <laughs> Bears a strong resemblance. <laughs> yeah. What happened to AOCHE, dude? You don't hear a lot about her, huh? I told you about this. She's being uh, deposed, or she's uh, she's under <laughs> investigation from an ethics committee in the house because of the tax, the rich shit, the dress. And this happened before the Rep- the Republicans haven't even taken over yet. This is Democrats. Oh no, no, the best is like since the moment she violated the ethics uh, clause, she 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 went on like numerous, countless rampages. About how Trump should be brought down. <laughs> and all of the Republicans, right? Yeah, because they're all shady, Mike. They're all shady. And she's taking money from... Dude, she's worth like $6 million or something. like. She, the thing is, and this goes for literally across the board, all of these politicians, they, their salaries jump, skyrocket. And no, their net worth. Their, yeah. stale, their salary Salary is the same. Net, thank net, you. net <laughs> worth exponentially grows. Yes. And so for Little Miss Bartender in like four years to go from that to whatever she's got now. Crying about student loans to $6 million. Oh, she wants to tax the rich, whatever that means. Uh, you got to tax yourself there, honey. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if you ever met a plumber, but we're not worth six mil. It's funny you bring up where is AO Checks. We haven't heard her, uh, you know, there's so much scandal, right, going on. It's a juicy story, man. Like, the media should be all over it. No, Mike, we're going after another Latinx. It turned out to an incoming congressman under fire. New York Republican George Santos accused of making up major parts of his resume, who? everything from a charity he claimed to find to the school he claimed to... Yeah, who is this guy? Who the fuck is George Santos? Washington, all this, Rachel, just a few weeks before this new... Are you guys going after George Soros? <laughs> That's a, when I saw the headline, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, George Soros, fuck that guy. Going after George Soros? Oh, damn, CNN, first the border, now you're going after Soros? Yeah, all right. All right, man. Oh, this is a 180. I love it, baby. I love it. Yeah, no, no, Santos. Yeah, George Santos, who? Never heard of him. I think he runs the bodega or something. <laughs> I don't know. Who is this guy? Hey, Cecilia, good morning. Yes, and George uh, Santos sorry. is... The bodega. How did you... <laughs> I'll go with bodega. I like that. Yeah, but, you know, remember, uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, well, I think... Are you thinking, like, Bogota? Like, Bogota, Colombia? No, uh, remember uh, the vice president, <laughs> the, uh, Biden's wife, the, the first lady. Mike, please have some respect. Dr. Jill Dr. Biden. Jill. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Dr. Jill was, like, saying that they, when she called the Mexicans tacos? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. She called all Latinos tacos, and she pronounced bodega, bodega? Bodega. She was like reading this thing to like prove that she was like, you know, I'm one of the Latinx. <laughs> it's funny. I typically lay off <clears throat> the first ladies because, uh, you know, they're kind of, you know, they don't really, they just need to stand there and smile, to be totally honest. And they give them all these stupid little things to do. And then people make fun of them. You know, they did it with a, you know, Big Mike. And uh, what's her name? Um, Melania, Laura Bush, Hillary, even back when she was uh, with Clinton. <laughs> I don't know. The, the first lady's just like, why Dude, do we, you, why do we uh, care? What do we care about the wife? What do we care? Uh, you know, I don't get it. We're Dude, gonna- have, you had, uh, have you heard Bill Burr's uh, joke about the first ladies? Oh, no. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Let me see. Uh... Are you going to give it justice? Oh, man. We're going to clip into it. Can you hear it? it? We're going to clip into this it. This isn't here. some Republican rant either. It's just kind of first ladies in general. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is. All throughout my life with each presidency, like these first ladies, they've just gotten more and more like, like, uh, like chatty. You know? 
Yes. Four more chiming in, like leaning into the frame. It's so good. This wait. Is exactly. We don't out there ideas. Just wait. Just like, well, why are you talking? <laughs> right? You weren't elected. <laughs> Shut up. Your husband's not running a lemonade stand here. He's running the country. <laughs> you don't just chime in. Let me guess. Is this considered sexist? <laughs> it is? Why? Well, okay, you just nodded there, lady. Let me ask you this, all right? Let's say you had a leak in your house, okay? You call a plumber up. He shows up, and he goes, yeah, I think the leak's coming from the upstairs bathroom. We need to shut it up, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, his wife walks in, who isn't a plumber. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know, I'm actually thinking it's kind of pretty nice. Hey, wouldn't you be like, with all due respect, shut the f*** up. <laughs> I need a plumber in this moment. Yes. I'll extend an olive branch here. All right, at some point, there's going to be the first female president, right? Exactly. Which means at that moment, you're going to have the first male first lady, right? And when that happens, that dude needs to shut his trap. I don't want to hear a word out of him. I want to hear from the president. You, sir, go do some first lady stuff, all right? <laughs> go get yourself some gloves that go up to your elbows. Smile and nod during speeches. <laughs> Go put your own flair, redecorate in the White House. Right? Which leads. Oh, that's so good. That's beautiful. <clears throat> that's exactly it. It goes on. It's too long, but it goes on where he goes, uh, you know, the, the Democrats are pretty much the worst. You know, George Bush. Remember, what Fantastic. was his wife's name? Oh, Mike, I think and you're nobody, still playing it, man. And nobody remembers. Right? And he goes, like, yeah, because the, the Bushes show, keep their wives in line. <laughs> I think you're still playing it, Mike. I'm for Oprah to say something that I don't what? agree with. And I can then still I take hear the clip. girlfriend because I'm an asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Went to the next clip. <laughs> Amateur hour. I kind of liked it. It was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's great stuff. <laughs> but yeah, first ladies, dude, fuck them. No, I just don't need them in my life. I'm Go away, right we now. didn't vote for you. Not at all. And, uh, you know, uh, and Melania, why was she just like, anything she said was terrible. Couldn't even, oh, you're not the, you're not the president. You're, what are you doing? You're not, you're just the wife. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, you know what I didn't hear what? about uh, is how shitty, um, who's the person in there now? How sh no one complained about Dr. Jill's decorations this year. Oh, Frank, we got other things to talk about. Please. Every year we were complaining about the Christmas <laughs> decorations. Yeah, the Christmas decorations that were so ugly because the lady who decorated had no style. Oh, the woman from the fashion magazine? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The model? <laughs> the, mo <laughs> the model who spent her whole life around fashion? Did you see that clip I sent you? It was uh, it's a dated clip, but it's Joan Rivers after uh, right before she died, actually, and she's uh, getting kind of uh, accosted on the street, not accosted, but you know, a TMZ kind of guy is approaching her yeah. and asking questions, and uh, she mentions that Michelle Obama's uh, Michelle Obama Michelle. Obama. <laughs> Michelle, Mikey Obama. Mikey, uh, Michelle Obama is a trainee, and the guy's like, yeah. "Excuse me, what are you saying?" She's like, "Oh, come on, everybody knows this. Everybody knows it." Yeah, it's been going around. That clip's been going around again. Huh? It was floating around, yeah. And I think there's a little more, I don't know, credence to the idea that Big Mike is Big Mike. It kind of seems, I don't know. I do not think she's a woman. I mean, a man. I think Michelle Obama's a woman. Damn it. All right. Was born a woman. Uh, but okay. but that being said, yeah. she is a very large, very masculine female, right? And to say she's more beautiful than the fucking model Melania? I mean, come on. Literal trophy wife gifted to Trump for some reason <laughs> that we don't know about. We don't know yet. But we know. We know. It's an unspoken thing, I feel like, right? We know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every guy out there who says Melania is not pretty and Michelle Obama is, is one of the most beautiful first ladies, yeah, all of you guys have spent your whole life dreaming of having sex with women like Melania, 
Right. While having sex with women on par with Michelle. Ooh, I was going to so, say Hillary, but you could go that way. All right. Uh, come on. I never understood the hate. Other Hillary's than- uglier than Michelle, dude. <laughs> I don't know if she's a man or not. I know she's prettier than Hillary. <laughs> you know? You won't give any credit to, like, let's say, young Hillary? Oh, no. Young was even worse, dude. Like, her skin... Like, or just like, ah, <laughs> uh, and then the daughter has it too, where it's just like, I don't know, man. Chelsea. Like, there's inbred genes in there, dude. <laughs> there's uh, um, a tweet from Hillary from years ago. Oof. Remember, she was running for president. I got to say 2016, and it was right before, and it was her birthday. And it was like a picture of her as like an eight-year-old. And uh, the tweet was something about like the future president. You know, happy birthday to the future president or something. And if you look at the picture of, like, eight-year-old Hillary, there's something evil going on in that little girl's face. You could, like, see it in the eyes. It's like a Damien Omen kind of (laughs) devil child. You could see it. You could see the evil kind of creature that would grow up out of that child and you know try to take over the world and kill like what how, what's the kill list up to 50 60 people well they don't tell you is they had to take six pictures she just didn't appear in the other five <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say the other photographers uh suicided themselves <laughs> well, the other five you just saw the shoes <laughs> weird weird <laughs> yeah and then all five of them drove off of a cliff we don't know how it happened. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> so, uh, all right, so I'm going to take this into... Uh, because I do think Hillary is behind much of what's been going on lately. And I I feel like we... With t- George Santos? I don't think we ever got to the clip. Oh, I thought we were talking... George. Oh, we f- we didn't even finish George Santos. Oh, I think, dude, honestly, I think that was two clips ago. I think we were in the middle of another clip. Well, we were doing Hillary, and I feel like she's... All right, well, we'll go. We'll finish George. No, no, go back to Hillary. What are you talking about with Hillary? I mean, I only wanted to bring up George Santos, number one, because it's the weirdest, like, (laughs) non-story. When I saw it on the headline, I was like, what... The fuck is dr- and then like evidence is being released that the FBI was paying people to cover up the Hunter Biden laptop. Like this is unbelievable at this point. That's a little thank you. Like where's where's Ray Epps? We still have no information on Ray Epps, but we're going after George Santos. George Santos lied on his resume. This gay dude who just won in Congress? Do you know how many people cheated into Congress? They all we just voted a retard into the Senate. Total brain damage from a stroke. He can't even even formulate sentences. If John would have lied as much as Santos, I wouldn't have been so opposed. I would have voted for him. Take no Fetterman. Fuck. If you're half a retard, lie about it. No, we're going to go after George Santos. All right, fine. We'll finish George Santos. This is ridiculous. To that new Congress. <laughs> now he's being accused of running a scam against voters. What he told them about his education, his employment, scam the voters. even a nonprofit for rescue animals, well, it is not adding up. This morning, explosive allegations against newly elected Congressman <laughs> George Santos. The New York Times reporting the Republican representing Long Island. Frank, appears to Frank have stop laughing. This is explosive. Substantial parts of his resume, from his education yeah, to his screwing around so much. I hope yeah. I can earn your vote on November. Well, you could use the word explosive for like a big story or diarrhea. It goes both ways, Mike. <laughs> and, fr- and from my perspective, this is diarrhea. Right. He ran on the American dream. His this is diarrhea of the mouth right here. <laughs> the son of immigrants, a Wall Street financer and investor who worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, graduating from Baruch College. But when we reached out to Baruch, they told us they checked their records for George Santos with his birthday graduating in 2010 and could not find a match. What? I got a match for you. How many Democrats have been guilty of fucking little kids? And we're going to go after George Santos? He lied on his resume. He lied. He lied.
George Santos. Guy, Kick we... Kick him out. <laughs> Hispanic gay dude we never heard of from New York. <laughs> Biggest crime was not going by Latinx. No, his crime is he's not Democrat. If he were a Democrat, he could have slept with a Chinese spy and keep running for office. Eric hey, Swalwell. Dude, oh, God, we literally have guys that slept with a Chinese spy. We have people that are... We have people... Uh, Mitch McConnell's married to one. He's definitely married to one. There's no doubt about that. Swallow definitely slept with one, and Feinstein's driver was one, and... Well, that doesn't matter, Feinstein, no. Jesus Christ. Who knows what crazy shit she's saying to that guy. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) She's probably speaking Chinese at this point. Yeah, George Santos. I now I, remember I don't even. I up. still don't know what you look like, and I don't care. And I, like, all right, are they going to fire him or what's going on? I don't. I don't. Nothing's going to happen. I feel like they uh, dropped this story either too early or too late. They're like George Santos lied to the voters. You guys covered up the Hunter Biden story. <laughs> you guys covered up the fact that these guys were laundering money through Ukraine. Yeah. This whole SBF thing. Did you see that Sam Bakeman freed? What's going on with he, this cat? I can't figure it out. He agreed to be extradited to the United States. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he said it was because he wants to, like, face the music, pay and, like, you know, pay his dues and everything. It's oh, like, sure. no, dude. You, you spent a couple days in a fucking Bahama prison, and you're <laughs> like, yeah, I'd rather go to an American prison. Oh, man. Yeah, they're sweeping stories under the rug, I guess. So they had to throw out this huge, major, distracting story about what was this guy's Ronald DeSantos, George, <laughs> George Santos. All I gotta say is the Republican Party, you're doing something good. If this is the best they could come up with, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. When I saw this, I. And think about it, man. They could have come up with nothing on Ron DeSantis now that you just brought him up. It's like, dude, you're bringing up Santos? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what happened was uh, the journalist didn't do the spell check correctly, and they thought they got some huge major dirt on DeSantis. <laughs> the editors slapped him over the head. It says Santos, <laughs> said, you idiot. <laughs> DeSantis, Santos, it all sounds the same. The Americans Santos. can't decipher. I uh, I just think, again, what I find so funny about kind of all the witch hunts this year, think about like Kanye, Kyrie, and everything. Uh, if you're not on the left, and especially if you're someone, you know, who's like, you know, ethnically different, or you're homosexual, or you're black, or you know what I'm saying? Like you, any of these things, or, you know, they're going to destroy you. They're going to absolutely destroy you. They're gonna, and especially this guy. Oh, he's a Republican. Oh, we have to destroy him. We can't have a gay yeah. dude. We can't have a gay. Is he gay? I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a homosexual Latinx who's a Republican. We must destroy this man. Oh, man. Hmm. Larry Elder, black dude running for governor of California. We have to destroy this white supremacist. Yeah, it's crazy how they do it. It's crazy how people fall for it. But it's just the second the R is next to the name, all of your identity, bullshit, politics are gone. Yeah. It's incredible. So we'll never talk about Santos again, I guarantee it, which is really funny. No, I've never heard of him before. I don't want to hear about him again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's uh, very similar to another uh, very unknown, very unseen, never talked about, never heard of politician in uh, Washington, D.C. These guys, uh, these days. The Supreme Court halting the end of Title 42 for now. And while President Biden won't even visit the border, the White House has no idea what border czar Kamala Harris is doing about the migrants. <laughs> because she's the czar, dude. <laughs> appreciates the partnership the that he has with the vice president. You're right. That has been her charge to... Uh, we must get the down low from Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, oui, oui. Macron. Where is my baguette? Hey. Is that right? Is that Macron? Is that the guy? Yeah, you're getting the there. President? Yeah, you can just imagine yeah. you're a frog. Uh, Macron. I try. I try. But I, you know, <laughs> I'm more of a toad. Of migration. 
Sometimes you're a toad, you know? <laughs> Sometimes you're a toad. ...to uh, work in a diplomatic way in finding the root causes of, of, um, of migration. I uh, don't have anything to lay out specifically on what that work You opened like, uh, the again, border. We, uh, her partnership, uh, and uh, I would probably uh, refer you to her office. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Doors open, people doing. come. Doors closed, people don't come. <laughs> is that, is that... That's, that's about right, yeah. Did you want to know what I saw on CNN right before we went live? <laughs> no. Even CNN's reporting the border on the reporter, right? Wow. It's that's th crazy. It's that bad. Uh, you, can't, you can't hide it. Dude, there was a border crossing, right? Sure. And then like, like 10 to 20 miles away from it, the, uh, there was like this huge group of people walking towards it. So the border patrol comes in and, and CNN was reporting about it, how like, all these, it's like, a, dude, it's like a convoy of Humvees. They come in, these guys get out, and they start setting up these, uh, the barbed wire fences, you know? Yeah. They're setting it all up, and you know what ended up happening? No. Uh, all the, instead of stopping people from going towards the checkpoint, the people assumed they were setting up another temporary checkpoint. Oh, my God. All and right. so it just started drawing <laughs> crowds. <laughs> And they ended up with just a funnel. We're like, now they're just fighting. Now they have, they literally like, it's just going to become now a, ch a temporary checkpoint. It's crazy. I feel like there's an easy solution to this. So you create like an open spot on the border and everyone starts lining up and funneling into that open spot and just have like a, like a very strictly enforced velvet roped area and just kind of loop it in a really wide loop to another exit that goes right back into Mexico. Like, <laughs> Like half a mile away. So nobody... well, Frank, we need we need more jobs. How about we get Elon on this? We'll bore a tunnel. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's you know. That's bore a good that call. tunnel. Just do a nice big loop, and then you walk right back. You you come up in Mexico City. Like what the fuck? Just keep uh, you know funneling the line through, and it, it would take them forever to realize when they get the other side. You know, they have no idea. <laughs> Or just do a tunnel to Wyoming, man. We got plenty of land in Wyoming. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is an outrageous situation. I, <laughs> this is insane. The uh Did you hear about the federal the uh the marshals? No. What are no, the marshals I can't, doing? I can't believe that story went so under the rug. They were the dude, they're redirecting air marshals to the border. And uh, what are these guys doing down there? Like, what are they up to? They're just adding support. They need bodies. They just, they need people on the border. Apparently, it's so bad. It's not a crisis, Frank. There is no emergency. Right. <laughs> Jean-Pierre. Uh -huh. there's, no em there's no emergency. There's no crisis. That's just a, a right-wing talking point, right? Absolutely. But we've had to ground. I, dude, I really think they said, like, 70% of the marshals, and they're sending them to the border. Well, they're, that's... <laughs> they're pulling resources from everywhere they possibly can without making it noticeable, is what they're doing. Isn't this, uh, don't we have troops at home for this kind of stuff? Can't we just put some military up on the uh, border there? And no. Defend probably, the border? You can't. Yeah, you really can't. This is kind of like an invasion. You run into like an international problem if, if like a soldier kills a civilian. That's right. Yeah, we can't have like that. that's why even when Trump did it, I was against it because you got to do something about the border. But once you start calling in national, so you could call in national guard. I think national guard is a little bit different. But once you start calling in like active army and like it's just it, it, you know you're Crazy. risking it. Yeah, you know. You know what we should do. And I think this is maybe a really, really good idea, and we can get both sides to agree to this. All along the border, we should set up stages and have them present drag queen story hour to all the migrants crossing the border. They'll see that they shit go, yeah, they'll just turn right back around. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, this place has been corrupted. We got to get out of here. Save the kids. Save the kids. 
have all these. Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> but uh, Maria Rodriguez, I see you got three children. Very good, very good. All four of you may enter, but your children need to go to three hours with RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances with MS13. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just have a bunch of stages all along the border. And wow, great call. Because those crossdressers are now looking for jobs. That's now what that I'm saying. Story hours are going to close down. You could put up all these advertisements to all the drag queens out there and be like, "Hey, we have." stages all on the border and we have nothing but children streaming through and we need to fill some jobs Juarez family of five very good very good come this way this is going to be your sponsor Tiffany the tank <laughs> he's, a, he's a six foot six man who likes to dress as a ballerina he's going to lead you uh, show you to your new hometown thank you very much <laughs> yeah, man. You know? Oh, the Garcias. I see you're religious. Uh, this man dresses up as a nun. I think <laughs> find it very appealing. It's more of a sexy nun. But <laughs> I see you folks requested the Untucked show. Very nice. Very nice. You're all very natural. Nice. I, I like Free balling. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. <laughs> Makes it easier for our larger fellas, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, get uh, get Abbott, get Governor Abbott on the phone. Tell him we got some ideas here to help drive away both. You know, you could appease the woke culture, and we can drive away the migrants, man. Because most of these people, they share different values. So they're very they're they're a little more religious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Frank, that's a great idea. <laughs> That's a fucking great idea. Well, my idea is like, you know what we should do is just show them what they're coming to. Like, we'll put some homeless encampments along the border, like drag queen story hours. Uh, you know, remember that uh, Remember that bald fat dude who was da- twerking naked in the street on uh, 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 Pride Day? That was all over Literally, could you imagine? Have that like guy this, walk around. Imagine you're like a Honduran immigrant like, woman. You got your little baby, right? And you fucking just, you've walked. Thousands of miles, right? You get to the border, you're like, I'm in America, you know? (laughs) You see some, like, overprivileged fucking 18-year-old drug addict living in a tent, and the government officials just handing him checks. Like, here you go. Well, that's, you know, that's what entices people to come over, but... You know, uh, you know, just show no, them. No, no, but then you also have, like, the cross-dressers and the yeah, trannies yeah. and the fucking, them. like, yeah, no, we're going to turn your little kid into a boy if it's a girl, <laughs> you know? Let's put it all right up front. Give them the freak show right there so they could really make a choice. Like, hey, you got one last chance, buddy. You want this for your kids? Come on <laughs> over. <laughs> I got a question for all you people leaving Colombia. Where do you think that cocaine's going? <laughs> gonna be snorted by your son off this dude's ass crack and he'll be dressed as a chick <laughs> it's fucking terrible dude <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen with the the title 42 i think they're just gonna keep it in place they have to it's just the thought of it expiring they're already seeing mass surges at the border. Our government crapped their pants on this one, and I think this was a um, fuck-around-and-find-out situation. And the Biden administration, their whole thing has been, we're going to fuck with this, and we're going to fuck with that, and what's that norm over there? Oh, well, we're going to send in the bald dude with lipstick, and he's going to steal your luggage. What do you think about that? You know, like that was, <laughs> that's like their whole fucking MO. And then this time... You know, it's but it's bitten them in the ass a few times. I think Ukraine's one of them. Afghanistan's the most glaring situation that you know. Oh, Zelensky just released a message to America. Oh, is he sitting on like a mountain of cash bags? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Scrooge you one McDuck. guess as to what he needs more of: <laughs> cocaine, bitches, and money. That's <laughs> nailed it. And when I say bitches. <laughs> I don't mean Nancy Pelosi. 
He wants the same girls that Hunter was getting, okay? We get it. We get it. <laughs> same age, too, if you catch my drift. It's not Malia. <laughs> we are Nazis. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a deep dive. Oh. That's what yes, the truth sir. is. <laughs>